Hey everyone and welcome to my podcast Out of Sight. I'm Sarah and no matter who you are, where you're from, what you look like, this is your safe space. Here people come to tell stories, share experiences and use their voices for the greater good. The vision is always to inspire one person every episode. If that's you, remember to give me a follow and maybe I'll see you on here soon. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Out of Sight. Today it's just me on again and I've got my camera on. I'm going to just turn it off because I'm recording on um, Riverside and I don't know why but seeing my face is distracting me. I'll just turn my camera off. But yes, welcome back to another episode. It's just me on today again. Solo episode. I said I was going to do two a month so I'm committing, recommitting to doing it. Also I had a solo episode recorded and I was in the middle of editing and it's just literally crashed and I don't know how to get it back like it's all because I edited it and then it crashed it's going all over the place and I just was like right just do it again it wasn't meant to be so that's why this one's a bit late um but yes I just want to say thank you to everyone that listens and everyone that gave the feedback for Anna's podcast and the one that I done but me meeting my dad they're both received really well and I actually had a phone call yesterday um with a girl who's like in the broadcasting industry and also has a podcast and just getting some advice because that's I feel like this is the era of just pushing forward like expanding and just I want to be so knowledgeable on podcasting and how to make it the best for everyone that's listening and we were just figuring out like what my niche is and I think I just was like scrolling through all my podcasts today and I think the overall meaning of this podcast is just people that are first of all inspiring to me and people that inspire me that I look, I look up to or want to learn from or you know I would look up and be like oh my god like they've went through a lot and they've come out the other side or they've built something amazing for themselves or you know just things like that or even just people that maybe aren't even doing these I don't know you can't really compare pe- different people's stories but maybe just like people that are living everyday life and just inspire me in general like even have a mummy on just things like that like even the fact of being a mo- like a mummy at a young age and there's just so many different aspects but basically just people that are trying to live make the most out of their life basically and I think that's the overall without it being like a positivity podcast I really don't want it to be that like I think it's really good that I have these raw stories on and people talk about I went through this and I'm still going through this and this is how I'm navigating it and this is how I'm managing it but just just a bit of hope like a, a hope just hope more so than positive positivity hope and a bit of inspiration and I think that's the overall riding idea meaning of this podcast and that's what I want everyone to take away from it um so yeah and obviously I've a very wide range um of people on and a very diverse range of people on which is my main start for this podcast was to get underrepresented voices out but I think it's all tied in together now with this bigger meaning as to why I have it hopefully that'll make sense but yeah I just wanted to this is again podcasting is like a game of trial and error and in a year's time I could be like oh my god this is what it means now or this is why I'm doing it but for now I'm just like it's working I enjoy it people are giving good feedback and yeah it's just literally a process of going through it and you don't know until you try it all so that's kind of where I'm at with it all and yes exciting things to come up I'm actually looking for a videographer as well to come and like help me kind of record I have a lot of people in London London that I want to have podcasts with um instead of me going to a studio like I literally have quite a big space in my room 
to record so I think if I get a videographer or someone to come in and like a freelancer or someone that's just up and coming and wants a bit of experience so I am going to put that up soon um but yeah that is kind of the updates on that side of things I don't really have any life updates that I want to get into or that I need to get into because I want this podcast to be like what I originally had said out that it was going to be which is actually before I get into that just remember to hit the follow button before I start and remember to turn on your notifications so you're notified whenever the podcasts come out and also you can listen on Apple Podcasts and Anchor which I'll link all of my stories Jeff, remember to follow and rate the podcast whenever you're finished listening if you enjoyed it and share with a friend or family member see you soon hello okay so this episode is basically I think I've talked about this a lot before last year because I was going through it I was going through the motions um with anxiety and things like that and I feel like now I've came out the other end and it's so funny I'm recording this today because I actually woke up this morning and I felt so anxious <laughs> but it's fine because we're learning how to manage it and I think I've learned now to kind of come and deal with it by myself and sit in the discomfort which is what we're going to get into but yeah it's just funny that I'm recording this today because maybe this will actually help me in how I feel yeah this will be like a therapy session for me but also helping everyone else hopefully um but yeah let me go back to the start so yeah if you listened last year I went through a bit of a I'm not even gonna say it was a really really rough patch because I honestly don't think it was like really bad also I'm not this isn't like a podcast of expert opinion or expert solutions this is literally just my experience and what I do to manage my emotions and manage my mind basically um but yeah last year I wouldn't say it was like the roughest time in my life like it wasn't but it was a dip it was a, quite a big dip and probably the shittiest I'd felt ever I think in my life um, uh, for a long period of time like I felt like obviously everyone has their bad days and things happen in life and you feel awful in different circumstances but this was like a long period of it like it lasted quite a long time so I think that's what I mean in terms of it was a rough patch for a long time and I felt the worst I've ever felt for like a longer period of time um and I think there's obviously a few different factors that I have to take into consideration because I remember I was in therapy and this was before I got like really type of I was feeling therapy actually made me feel worse but um I was in therapy and I was like yeah I just feel really anxious like whenever I'm walking at night by myself and it's dark and I'm always worried something's gonna happen and things like that and she was like well that's kind of like pretty standard like sorry it's, I shouldn't say it like that but like at the end of the day like I'm a, I'm a woman I'm a girl I'm in London it's dark like it's kind of it's probably normal to feel that type of feeling so I think there is different there's different levels to how I was feeling but um yeah I kind of started not as soon as I moved to London probably like the start of 2023 so it started last year and again it just started off with like the feeling of like worrying about things or what if this happens what if that happens what if this happens if I'm outside or what if this happens if I'm out late at night or what if something happens at home to my family and it started off just those kind of thoughts and I've always been a bit of a warrior, but not to that extent. Like this was like continuous thoughts every day. Like every day I was thinking these thoughts continuously and nighttime and couldn't sleep and things like that. Um, and my sleep was kind of messed up and I was having like really, really, really bad dreams. And that's kind of how it started. And it was just those type of things. Like what if something bad happens? Like the extreme bad things, what if those things happen? And then that kind of carried through and then I went to therapy and that just shook up a load of stuff inside me like therapy literally feels like I don't know you're in a bottle and you're just being shaken and all the shit comes out and I think like I have nothing against therapy but I think you need to kind of be in 
I don't know, for me, I think I was, I wasn't in the right headspace. Because therapy is like, you go once a week and then you have a full week then to deal with those emotions by yourself and you don't have like a professional sitting there beside you. So I just don't think I was in the right headspace to be trying to navigate how I was feeling. Plus going to therapy, digging things up and then also having to try and navigate that and manage that. I think it was too much. So I just had to stop therapy at that stage. But um, all I can remember like, is I literally was just crying all the time and I also understand that's like a part of healing like I think last year was a big healing year as well like a lot of stuff came up like I met my dad and stuff and a lot of emotions came up but I was literally crying every single day almost I would say there was always a tear shed here and there shed here and there um and then it just kind of spiraled from then I got to the point where like if I'm trying to describe what anxiety feels like it just feels like there's like a heavy weight on your chest all the time even whenever you're not there's nothing even like triggering it it's just it's just there that constant feeling of like dread or what if this happens or do these people not like me and you literally I feel like I literally was questioning everything every person's like I, I became like hyper aware of everything I became hyper aware of like people's how someone would maybe talk to me in like a certain type of tone even if there was nothing wrong even text messages or if someone didn't I don't know if I didn't hear from one way for a day or something, not even a day, a few hours, just things like that, like everything was really heightened and I was just panicking about everything and I was always thinking worst case scenario and I don't even, that's just kind of how I can describe it and then just a lot of emotions, also disassociation, I felt like there was times where I would have been in group settings and I literally would have just went mute, like and sometimes it still happens but that's just my social battery now, I think just dies and I just have to be by myself for a while but um, I literally just wouldn't be able to speak. Like, I literally could not have opened my mouth. Like, nothing, even if I wanted to speak and be like, there's something wrong with me, or I'm feeling a certain type of way, nothing would come out. And, yeah, that's just kind of the main things that I had. Like, the feeling in my chest, crying a lot, um, disassociation, and isolate, isolating myself as well. Um, So that's kind of what it was. And it got, I think it peaked whenever I finished uni and I wasn't working. And I'm going to get into, like, the meanings of why I think that is but yeah there's just a few different factors as to why I think it was like so high and also you're in London like your nervous system's high your nervous system's going through it anyway because it's so busy and stuff here but yeah that was a strange time for about like five six months I would say and then it got to one day I always said like I never wanted to get to if it got to a stage where I had to remove myself from a social setting or a setting where I was having fun that I would like I knew that would panic me because I was like oh it'll never be that bad I'll never get to that stage and then there was one time we went to we all went into central London probably it was like four of us and we went to mass and I remember just sitting in mass and like I actually just felt like I was gonna like burst out crying or I was gonna like be sick or I just needed like I just had that feeling of like panic like get out of here now like get out of the situation and for no reason like I'd been to mass before loads of times there was nothing in that actual moment that was triggering me it was just these thoughts came up and these feelings came up and I was like get me out of here so we left and I just went home like they were all sending central to go for food and stuff and I was like I can't I was like I need to leave and that was the first time I'd left a situation group setting with my friends and took myself off to isolate myself and to go and come home and cry and be upset and I was like no this isn't this isn't good I felt like that was the moment where I was like this is kind of getting a bit like severe not severe but just a bit like out of control now like this isn't manageable anymore 
and then yeah came back here whatever back to the house and then they all came back after like they all like sat me down we just had like a I just kind of listened and I think hearing their concern as well hearing my friend's concern I was like okay this this is like this needs to change because it was becoming like a regular thing of me like disassociating and going quiet and like not speaking and not wanting to go places and if I was somewhere I would go quiet like I remember we went to um video knows in London that Bolly Bollerson place one night and literally like half an hour ended I just stopped speaking and it's such an annoying feeling because you're like oh I'm running everyone's night this is so annoying why am I like this but you also in those moments you feel like you can't you can't help it um see that's kind of how that was like the last that was like the point where I was like something needs to change but yeah that was kind of the build up to it just started off with small things like oh I'm scared with this scared with that and then built into bigger things and I couldn't even understand what was going on I was like why am I feeling like this and what is going on and the thing about anxiety is whenever you're in those moments the one thing you want to do is get rid of it you're like go away go away and that is honestly I've learned the worst thing you can do you have to for me personally I feel like I had to just I learned to just sit in it and like allow it and allow the feelings and understand where the feelings were coming from so this is like what I'm going to get into if I now manage it and it hasn't went away completely like there's still times where I get it but I've definitely like a hundred I'd say back then I was like 20% able to manage it if even now I'm about like 80 so I think obviously not fully a-okay and I can manage it within like a feeling gone that's gone in two seconds it still takes me like a bit of time but definitely a lot my recovery time from those feelings is so much quicker um so yeah I'm just going to tell you how I learned to manage it and not control it and I've done a podcast with Tara Macrolean and we talked about this you shouldn't try and control it and that's my first point trying to control those feelings and trying to control that because then you become more panicked I remember sitting dinner one time it came on me and I couldn't speak and I just felt so on edge and everything around me was just like I was like oh my god there's so much going on I feel like I'm gonna cry and um I remember trying to control it and be like go away go away and then because it wasn't going away I was panicking more and then I became more paranoid in cases everyone noticing it and my ruining everyone's night and like your mind just going 90. So what I've learned to do now and what I learned is talk a while and it's actually a quote from the Michelle Obama book and she says that you should see whenever those thoughts come in and that anxiety that anxious feeling comes on you just see it as like another person sitting on your shoulder being like, like saying these things to you and just see it for what it is like it is another kind of voice saying these things but say it for what it is and say it as okay you're here to like protect me or I don't know you're in like that survival mode but I hear you and you're here and I'm gonna feel it and I'm gonna allow it and then I'm gonna just let it sit there and I'm gonna continue like you don't have to let it take over your life you actually don't and I think that's what I do now whenever it comes up I just feel it maybe be like okay I'm feeling like this take myself off I actually have learned to take myself off but not in the bad way where I'm gonna sit and I sit myself for like days just for like literally an hour or two not even like half an hour an hour and just sit in it and understand where it's coming from what's what's brought it on because also another thing with anxiety is it's never usually the present moment that's brought it on it's it's something from the past that's that same feeling that makes sense so like say if I'm sitting here and I'm in a room full of people and I hear like a word or something or some a sentence or someone mentions a name or something I don't know something happens that's similar to my past and I remember how I felt back then that's the actual feeling you're feeling it's the feeling from the past that you're feeling rather than the feeling in the moment so I think now I just try and work out where my triggers coming from 
is it actually something that's happening right now or is it something that's happened maybe before that feels familiar so now I'm starting to try and link it because our mind tries to make sense of everything our mind tries to make sense of our emotions and why we're feeling like this but if you try and remove remove the actual feeling in the present to something that's happened in the past and then you're like okay this isn't this isn't actually happening to me now it's something that's happened before and I'm all good in the present moment easier said than done obviously but yeah that's what I try to do now I try to just sit in it figure out where the trigger's coming from give myself some time to just process and dismiss that is like that's actually like the words that have been ingrained in my head process and dismiss process your feelings never try and dismiss them because like don't try and dismiss them first because they're just going to keep bubbling up and up and up and then that's whenever like a spiral happens and that would have happened to me like I would have known maybe like a week before that these feelings were coming up because I would have had like restless night's sleep I would have started having like the really bad like nightmares um I would have been a bit jittery here and there and then I wouldn't have processed it I would have just let it keep going and going and going like I'll be fine and then maybe come like the week later that's never the spiral would have happened but I I, like I knew it was happening anyway because I could feel it before so instead of just pushing it away and away and away and away what I do now is whenever I'm feeling it in the moment I allow it and I process it and then I dismiss it and then it doesn't mean it's carrying on for a week it means that it's gone in that moment or in that day or however long it takes you to like process but yeah, I think that's important is whenever you're feeling these signs of it coming up, deal with it there and then, even though you don't want to, like, it's not that bad yet. So like, I'll leave it. Like, no, just like feel it, feel it now. So I think that's the main thing is to feel it and allow it. And I think the thing is you're allowed to have, like, everyone's allowed to have feelings, but as long as it's not like keeping you under, it's not taking over your life for a long period of time. That's like the main thing. Like, I would never be like, oh, don't feel your feelings. I think it's so important to allow them and feel them. But yeah I'd just say do it in the moment once you feel it instead of trying to brush it off so yes that is me was feel it and that's how you manage it rather than trying to control it because trying to control it just makes you feel 10 times worse and more scared so managing it this is manageable what can I do to manage how I'm feeling what things like help me what like self 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 soothing what things can I do for myself that will make this a bit better if it's journaling if it's going for a walk if it's taking yourself away from a situation for 30 minutes to an hour like the people around you will understand and if they don't then that's on them but it is like what can I do in this moment to make this a bit easier on myself is it going for a nap is it like going for a walk or talking to someone like talking to someone also is such a big help because whenever you're in that state of mind and you're spiral you're spiraling you're in an, you're in an emotional state and in those moments you feel like whenever I'm feeling emotional like really inspired and I could literally do anything like <laughs> I would be out walking by myself I remember there was one night where I felt so so bad I literally left this house at like 11 o'clock at night I'm just walking up and down the street went and bought a pack of cigarettes I don't smoke and well I don't smoke anymore and like I would never in my logical brain I would never ever do that like here's me literally scared of the dark doesn't hasn't smoked in ages but I'm in that emotional state I'm off wandering the streets of smoking like so I think whenever you're in that emotional state, going to someone who's in a logical state of mind can bring you way back down to earth and can give you perspective because it's really hard in that emotional state to see any type of logic, I find anyway. So yes, that was my first thing is feel it, process it and dismiss it. And that's how I, that's one of the ways I learned how to manage it rather than controlling it. The second thing I found is, and if anyone's read Lost Connections, I'm actually going to read it again. Um, it talks about these things and in this in this day and age in the society why people are feeling these type of ways and 
a lot of us down to disconnection from the things that humans are literally meant to like humans need and humans crave and it's like purpose connections with people nature like all these things I think there's like nine different disconnections that people go through now and then it gives you like solutions as to how you can go out and do those things again so if I was feeling that way first thing when it comes to purpose I just finished uni and I built up for so long like literally from like 2001 I then 2001 I literally had built up in my head that I was going to London I was going to uni and I was going to do my master's in journalism and that kind of gave me like a comfort blanket because I was like right okay that's two years of your life where you know what you're doing you have a purpose you're going to London you're going to uni you're going to do your master's and then whenever that ended it was like what the fuck do I do now I had no idea where I was going I didn't have a job I didn't have I had the podcast but that's only like an hour or two out of my week like I didn't have a steady routine I didn't know where I was going and I understand that's normal for whenever you leave uni but for me I was just like what is going on I had no routine I was getting up whenever I wanted like I still had a bit of routine I was going out here and there and I was doing bits and I was applying for jobs and I was like you know trying to get work and stuff but there was no real sense of purpose and I feel like I really didn't do well with that um not having that drive and what like what what am I doing here like why am I in London why am I even living in London what do I do now after my master's I felt so lost and I think that really amplified how I was feeling because another thing and I'm not saying you have to be busy 24 7 like you don't have to be go 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 because that can also be like people do that sometimes to avoid their feelings but I think the more time you have I have a full day five days a week where I don't have a set routine I don't have goals to meet or I don't have you know a manager who's telling me or even if I'm my own manager I don't have like targets to meet or I don't have things to do or I don't have a job that means majority of that day all I have time like majority of that day all of my time is free and yes I can go to the gym and I can go for walks and do this and that but what about all the other hours in the day like I don't know what I'm doing I just have time to sit and think and I honestly think if you have too much time you've too much time to think and that's I personally still feel like that if I have like a day where obviously I have like days where I don't do anything and I'll just chill actually I don't really have days like that but I have like times where I'll just sit and chill and I'll watch something and I'll read or I'll journal and I'm, I'm getting better at being like comfortable with my own thoughts but I think too much time to just sit and think is not I don't think it's great for anyone um in my experience anyway I don't know about everyone else but that's how I felt that I just have too much time a full day five days a week to just sit and think was toxic for me and every thought imaginable came up from but everyone anyone I encountered though they must hate me and then I build up a big story as to why this person didn't like me or um this is gonna happen to me this really bit bad things gonna happen to me I remember there was actually a stage where I was going I went to the doctors like three times I convinced myself that I was really sick like I had like something wrong with me in my body and I was fine because I literally just had so much time to think and that's how that's how extreme it got um so yeah I think once I got my job it did help a lot because I had a set routine I had like my nine to five or eight to five no nine to six sorry and then I would have like the gym in the morning and then I had something maybe planned in the evening or if I didn't have something planned in the evening I would just have my time to journal and chill and whatever it had to be but that time where I didn't have a job and I didn't really have a clue what was going on that was like peak so that book also says that like people can now have a disconnection to purpose and I think for me once I found my purpose in that moment like whatever it was going to be for however long that really helped me a lot overcome the feelings or manage manage feelings sorry um and then they also say connected 
the disconnection from people and again especially in London big ass city and you think oh you're gonna meet so many people but you don't just walk outside and make loads of friends you have to like actively search for people and I got very comfortable with just being friends with my housemates and not having anyone else outside of this house basically and I remember there was one day where everyone was out doing something with different people and I was sitting in my room and I was like I'm the only person that doesn't have someone to go and meet and that was the moment where I was like I've not been that person I've never been that person like at home I was never that person that like sat in the house because they didn't know like like I don't have any other like friends if like one of my friends might something like like I always had like different connections and different people to go and see or whatever and it doesn't even have to be like best best friends it's just like having different like groups or like events or like just something like just something that you can be like okay if everyone's busy I can go and do something I'm gonna be okay even if it's by yourself go and do something like it doesn't even have to be other people but um I definitely had that disconnection from people as well so and that I think that day I decided to go on like London lonely girls group that sounds really sad <laughs> it's actually not a sad group it's just like a big group of girls basically that want to meet up and then I also was thinking about making the black and Irish group and then I ended up meeting the black and Irish community and I just put myself out of my comfort zone more like I met a girl Orla shout out to her in the park and I don't know I just went out of my way to like try and make new connections meet new people and even now it's just so nice to have that like last week I was out on Tuesday with the black and Irish community to go see a show Wednesday is another Irish variety comedy show like this week I have another Irish show so it's all very Irish but um it's just nice to have that sense of like community or again just connecting with people like even networking events like I went to the well what's it called I can't remember if there was a, an event in Somerset House it's like black girl event or something or black black woman that I can't remember and even just going and meeting new people like even if you never see them again but even just for a day going out and interacting because I feel like now everyone like we're all on our phones especially in London if you're in the tube everyone's on their phone no one's talking and you do have to kind of go out of your way to meet people and go to events but I think it's so important and like just networking and just having one-to-one face-to-face conversations with people like platonic friendships or whatever it has to be so that was a big one for me as well and I've definitely incorporated that a lot this year I even went to like the running club yesterday and I just think you do feel so much better after and you feel so much I don't know it's just we're literally meant to talk to people we're meant to connect with people so I think that was a big one for me as well was just making more connections and just getting out of the house more and meeting more people and just talking and socializing and having different conversations because that's literally what we're meant to do and then another one he says I've just picked three out of his book because there's three that like relate to me um the nature one disconnected from nature say whenever I was feeling that type of way like last year like the start of last year like summer I literally never went for walks I was never outside it would have pained me to go for a walk like I literally would have been dragging myself along complaining like I have to get my steps on but like complaining about it 23 years of age complaining about having to go for a walk embarrassing um <laughs> it's so funny anything see if I'm ever looking to be a critic now I'm like that's so embarrassing literally just call myself embarrassing and then soon takes me out of it um but yeah never went out for a walk what about to the gym here and there but wasn't really moving my body and just kind of got stuck in a rut and then there was one day we sat down and we wrote out things that we'd done whenever we were feeling our best and things that we do now and one of my main ones whenever I was feeling like good and like content and like energized and I see whenever I was feeling like last year I was tired all the time as well because I think you can become tired from doing nothing which is a really scary way to be 
and I think I was tired all the time from simply doing nothing I was in that mindset where I was exhausted all the time I actually been treasured back my journal from that time and every day I was like I'm exhausted I'm tired and I was literally doing nothing I wasn't working I wasn't going to the gym really I wasn't really like going out for walks I think it's not like I was doing nothing like I was still doing stuff but like just compared to now I wasn't doing a lot and I was tired all the time whereas now I'm very rarely tired to that point where I'm like journaling about it um see I do think inaction can lead to tiredness more tiredness which is really weird um but where was I at yeah I basically just wasn't doing anything I just got in a rut and I was a bit lazy and feeling sorry for myself and then again changed that up it came to like July time July August and I was like get up change the gym went to a different gym which really helped I love the new gym it's so nice and now I'm like out running and I'm gymming and it definitely helps see the feeling of going for a run. I'm not saying everyone has to go for a run, but even just being outside in nature, even if you want to put on a podcast, like seeing whenever I lived at home, I literally went for a, po- a walk every day and listened to a podcast and learned something or even just a funny podcast. And just, I looked forward to it every day. I think that's an important thing is don't do an exercise or don't do like something that you're going to dread, like make it enjoyable. Like I was, and I just need to change my perspective instead of being like, oh, I need to get my 10k steps on to lose weight to look like this. Now I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk and listen to a podcast and reply to my messages or it's literally just a change of perspective but um getting back into like connecting with nature and just being outside and just literally fresh air can honestly it's like simple things can literally change how you feel like if I'm feeling a certain type of way and I go for a quick walk guaranteed I'm going to come back feeling at least 50% better maybe I should do that now actually after this I'll go for a quick walk see how I feel um I really feel better anyway after recording this but yes that is just some small things and I think it doesn't have to be big steps of like go and find your purpose and like do this big massive thing and change the world it literally can be small things like go for a walk get out in nature talk to someone the food you eat as well like I wasn't eating good food and like I think there's I'm not going to get into because I don't really know but there is research on like your gut and your mind are literally connected so things that you eat can affect how you feel and there's different foods that can make you feel different types of ways or whatever um or like connected to it um so it's like simple things like honestly like small steps there's nothing I do now that's like drastic it's and it's a lifestyle choice now that I have and lifestyle change like routine getting up like even things like making your bed like honestly and see I used to have such a messy room and see now literally every day I have to like clear my space and like just make it fresh again every single day like I literally clean my room I'm not even like just making the bed I clean my room basically every day because I know I'm the type of person where I am messy and I can like if I'm getting changed in the morning there will be clothes all over the place but I have to like make my space tidy or I know that like messes with my head as well just small things like make making your bed tidy space getting outside even if it's literally for not that long just get outside and I guarantee whenever you go out you'll want to stay out for longer movement routine not there's nothing like massive that I know that has changed how I feel it's all small small steps and also just feeling the emotion and not panicking whenever it comes up like don't panic it's all good you're in control of your mind and yeah that's just kind of don't want this to be too long-winded because I feel like I'll just end up repeating myself but I did have a list of um a few things that I wrote down feel it lost connections reading and listening oh yeah another big one and probably one of the biggest ones I think already mentioned anyway was just the talking to people talk about it and 
let someone know how you're feeling because I remember there was one time I'd rang one way and I was like I just don't know what to do like I feel so shit she's like have you spoke to Liam or Trez yet and I was like no and she was like go back to that go back to the house talk to them tell them how you're feeling and bring me back and I done that and I was fine like I wasn't fine but it just brought me back down to reality and brought me back down to the realization that like everything's okay and everything that I was thinking was made up in my head there was nothing in the present moment that was actually scary or worrying me like not one thing and I think that's a privilege to even be able to say that and obviously there's times where like there is things that like will make you feel a certain way and make you feel worried but I'm just talking about day-to-day life there was nothing that was making me feel the way I was feeling and you can build up these stories in your head and you can think worst case scenarios and it's like that quote of like whenever people say well what if this happens what if it never happens or even better what if something better happens like why do we always well not everyone again I'm not speaking enough but everyone I'm just talking about myself and I'm just saying it generally why do we all whenever I was going to do my podcast or whenever I'm going to do something that's a bit scary why does it always go to worst case scenario why not think best case scenario and it's honestly just making those small changes even the way you speak to yourself like I had to change my language and how I spoke to myself I'm very aware now of how if I'm looking in the mirror not to judge myself and not to say like these things about myself and just be kind to yourself like literally talk to yourself the way you talk to your best friend or someone that you love I just I just think just be nice and don't put yourself through something twice like say if I'm sitting here thinking what if this happens what if this really 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 awful thing happens I'm sitting here and I'm getting in this state and I'm panicking and I can't like my chest is heavy and all these things what if that never happens what if those things never happen and if it does happen why why are you putting yourself through it twice like why are you feeling it now and then if it does happen you're gonna feel it again and again, there is obviously the science behind this and science behind anxiety and stuff like that. And it is your your body and your brain's way of trying to protect yourself because it's like that feeling of like, well, if I feel it now, it won't, it won't feel as bad whenever it actually happens. And that is obviously parts to why people do it, but um, it's just not worth it. And anytime those thoughts come creeping in there, I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hear you and I'll see you're there, but we're not, we're not letting this carry through for like another day or two. I'm sitting in my room and I can't move and I can't speak because I'm feeling so on edge um so yeah there's just loads of different I could literally sit here and list off loads of quotes but there's a Matthew McConaughey book as well that I read I've done a lot of reading throughout that time and for me I need like tough love to get me out of something sympathy really doesn't work for me because if someone sympathizes with me then in my head I'm like oh my god they're giving me sympathy so something really bad is happening like say if I'm sitting down here and I'm upset about something or I'm worried or I'm like freaking self-diagnosing myself and someone comes down they're like oh my god are you okay like I understand like that's really like I'm not saying people shouldn't come down and say they understand how you're feeling but for me if someone's babying me and like sitting giving me loads of sympathy and all this here I honestly feel more panicked then because I'm like something must be wrong if they're giving me the sympathy whereas if someone comes down and they're giving me tough love they're like I, I hear what you're saying and I'm gonna listen and I'm gonna be there for it but remember who the fuck you are <laughs> this thing hasn't even happened yet like that gets me out of it more so than the sympathy so whenever I was in through that time I listened to like a lot of tough love podcasts like there was a train morning where I was listening like these you type in like <laughs> Spotify motivational like speeches or whatever and you hear these people roaring down the phone day or like roaring down this the speaker and they're literally like they're just reminding you who you are and like just remind you not to become a victim to these things like I didn't want to become I didn't want 
the anxiety and those feelings in my mind to take over my life. And so I listened to all of them and then I read Matthew McConaughey's book Green Lights and honestly I would recommend that book. I think it depends how like I know some people I've given it to people and like they're like, Oh yeah, it was alright, but for me in that moment that book literally just helped me so much and there's literally one of his quotes that I had on my phone for like six, seven months and it's still actually there. If I swipe up you can get it back. Let me actually get it. See. Right. So the quote is I'm gonna leave it here. Also, I don't know if I've been waffling this whole episode. This is literally just how I'm trying to explain. Because it's a really weird thing to try and explain. And I know everyone has different experiences with it. Like, I know I've talked to some, like, some people that, like, get panic attacks and stuff. And I've only ever experienced that, like, once or twice. But I think it shows up differently for everyone. And, yeah, it's just my experience. I'm not a professional. I'm just going off how I've managed with my feeling of, feelings of anxiousness and worry and dread and it's just I honestly just don't think it's worth it obviously if something has happened in your life and you're in that moment something like has happened then I, I'm not saying that's I'm not comparing it to that but I just mean if you're going through everyday life and you're just dreading every single moment of your life I just don't think it's worth it and that's what's what I had to learn I was like am I honestly gonna live the rest of my life in fear of something that hasn't even happened yet because anxiety is fear of the future none of us are even guaranteed the future I'm not even guaranteed tomorrow and that sounds morbid but like why am I sitting worrying about a year's time or next week even whenever I don't even know what tomorrow brings you know so that's just the way I had to say it but this is the quote before I go and if anyone enjoyed this podcast or talked something away from please let me know because I really hope I haven't waffled or anything like that but yeah that's just my experience and how I've managed it and I hope those small little steps can help one person or yeah and if it has please let me know but yeah the quote is life's not easy what hang on sorry life's not easy it is not don't try and make it that way life's not fair it never was it wasn't now and it won't ever be do not fall into the trap the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim you are not get over it and get on with it that sounds harsh obviously it doesn't go for every person in this whole entire world because everyone has different experiences but for me that worked and I was like I'm not gonna become a victim to the fact that I'm worried about me and my dad's situation or you know that feeling of hurt I'm not gonna fall victim to like those type of things and loads of other different things as well has happened but that's literally just what kind of snapped me out of that mindset and I read that every day for like six months and I still read it here and there if I need to kick up the ass I think I wrote it out somewhere as well but yeah, that is that. And again, hope everyone enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, remember to hit the follow button and rate the podcast and share with someone that might need to hear this. Thank you. Bye. Okay, hello. So this episode is 